0: For this week's show, I want to channel a personal favorite. Kyla Pratt as Brianna Barnes in the hit series One on One, reciting her favorite song from the hit film, Save the Last Dance. You gotta live your dreams. It's not as hard as it may seem. You gotta work to get the cream.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No way this is like your favorite pop culture (laughs) reference
0: (laughs) do you want (laughs) Juilliard? because it has so many layers it's kyla pratt as brianna barnes in the hit show one-on-one reciting the hit song from said hit movie save the last dance that's like eight different layers
1: (laughs) all right (laughs) sydney What did we watch this week? (laughs) If you done plenty,
0: if you couldn't tell by the intro, this week we watched "Back to the Good Life," available to stream on BET Plus. We're stepping into a new platform this week, starring the actor sensation icon legend Miss Kyla Pratt, directed by Tamika Miller. And we also have a few other hit names in the cast. Uh, Estelle is in this. London Brown as love interest Bobby. And Lamar Tate.
1: Let's get into it. Hey, I'm Lex.
0: Hey, y'all. I'm Sid.
1: And this is The New Chitlin Circuit.
0: We review indie, low budget, and direct-to-TV black films. This week's 60-second challenge is brought to you, the listener, by you, our very loyal listener. So give yourself a pat on the back while we have you here, go ahead and like, subscribe, and feel free to share this episode. Alrighty. So let's get into this week's 60-second challenge with Alexis explaining the plot of Back to the Good Life in 60 seconds or less. I think you could probably Mm -hmm. put this one down.
1: I got it. Okay. You ready?
0: I'm ready. Go. All right.
1: So... Francesca Good mm-hmm. is a businesswoman who worked at a big company, just got a big promotion VP, mm. like True Jackson. Ooh. Problem is, next morning, wake up. It's the whole company is on some Enron shit. Yeah. And she, <laughs> her, her, her assets is frozen. She got to go back to her small town, like a childhood home in Georgia, mm-hmm. where she runs into her childhood sweetheart, Bobby. Mm. And also, apparently, her daddy is like dating her old babysitter Aww. and she just has this family who's all doing their own thing and she's trying to get back into what is her passion like how can she restart her life because Lord mm-hmm. knows when the courts when the feds is going to give her her money back <laughs> even though she didn't do nothing huh? Um, so she has to start a new life she loves coffee so she wants mm-hmm. to do pursue something in that path whole time just trying to find her way back into what was important to her and her upbringing and, and grieving her mother and rebuilding with her family
0: Woo! You was right right on the knob because was...
1: <laughs> it feels good to it feels good to be in the or less yeah. not the because sometimes I go over and you give me the stink eye
0: <laughs> you did okay kid you did alright
1: okay. Okay. I live to co-host another week
0: <laughs> another week there you go because look I don't want to have to kick you out of here like you know we've done a lot <laughs> and it, it would really hurt me inside to do that to you so
1: it will hurt me too. <laughs> it was, you you like P. Diddy, you're gonna shut down the studio. Look,
0: like, it's I'm I'm going that hard. Just yeah. a
1: quick note. Actually, I'm gonna put a deep cut here.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Could somebody please make
1: it make it make it make sense? Because what we're discussing is making the band. Uh, yeah. specifically the was that the last season with day twenty-six? Because they came after Danity Kane. They came
0: after Danity Kane, yeah. So Danity Kane was making the band three, season three. Day
1: 26 was making the band for season one. Mm-hmm. hmm What I want to discuss is just real quick, the song exclusive. I don't mm-hmm. want to play no games. on uh, Day 26, because I watched that episode where they're rehearsing mm-hmm. the singing and dancing at the same time so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, the one part of the song, I can't not hear Brian Cox's <laughs> right. voice telling them to get it right. Um, And it's the part where he goes, ready to give you all my...
0: (laughs) You know the part? (laughs) I do, exactly. I'm I'm really laughing that you brought this up because one of my notes, like dead ass on my phone right now about this movie is Bobby, Francesca's love interest, looks like a member of Day 26 in 2009.
1: Okay, let's get into it. All right, let's jump out of the deep cut and get right on into it. What did you think of... The back to the good life.
0: I thought this movie had a lot of potential. It was very, very funny. Um, the cast and the talent from them was there, obviously, with uh, Kyla Pratt, which I'll get into later how much Kyla Pratt really did mean to my uh, uh black girlhood, because she really did mean a lot to me. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was lighthearted. I got a lot of good cackles watching this because some of the stuff is ridiculous. Um, so, overall, I enjoyed it. And I'm glad we got to finally uh, get into some stuff on BET Plus so people could, you know, we we got variety of stuff. We have range on the show. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What did you think?
1: You know, I was so damn glad when I cut this on and it was a Black Power Woman story. Mm-hmm. um, Akin to uh, Boy Bye or... Where she is a real estate... uh, Mogul. Person. And an authoress. (laughs)
0: And an authoress. can't forget that.
1: Um, Or even Sistico, where even Marcel is just businesswoman. Maybe marketing. I don't know.
0: She's supposed to be like PR.
1: In the movie universe, those are the same thing. (laughs) In Movie writers think those are the same job. But... I was really excited for that because I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is some escape is dumb right mm-hmm. here. Let me just see a black woman doing her thing, being like a just a like a power woman in her power suit. Right. Um, and yeah, I thought it was all right. You know, I uh, big agree that the movie had potential. Yeah. Um, I was looking. I, I didn't know what the movie was going to be about, and when I got to the premise that she needed to go back to her small town, I was really excited, like, in a Hallmark way. Yep, same. Um, it had
0: all the Hallmark, like, so, yeah. classic Hallmark formula, like, city slick person, kind of, like, excited about their career, but too busy to ever go back home. Something bad happens. They have to go home. It just so happens they also don't have a love life because of their city slick lifestyle. They find a the love of their life mm-hmm. back home. You do somebody they know. They start a business, Back home in their small town, get married and live happily ever after. This movie hit all those points. Yeah.
1: The only thing the Hallmark movie would have added is she would have had a boyfriend in New York who would have mm. came to surprise visit her in a small right. town. But she would have had to say, "I'm with this country nigga now." You
0: right. You right. That's <laughs> you right. That was not missed point. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. But yeah.
1: So, all right, let's get into it. We like I said, we open up and it's just Power Woman. She gets this big promotion to VP. Yeah. And I literally was shook and really bought into the premise at the in the first couple of scenes because I was like, bitch, imagine getting a promotion and <laughs> then your face is on the news in the morning.
0: My note, there was <laughs> just like a white man, the sell out the black girl they just promoted for no reason. I w- imagine, imagine that. I first of all, I'd be embarrassed. Cause I'm not going back home to face them and embar- well I'm gonna go home but I'm just I'm literally just gonna stay in the house I'm not going out in the streets I don't want to see anybody I went to high school with I don't want to do none of that cause that's crazy and then on top of that I may be facing jail time oh hell no hell no Mm-mm.
1: see I wouldn't have been that embarrassed because of where I'm going home to like the <laughs> I feel like it would be some like relatability. Like uh-huh. if I was to get promoted to VP, I'm a power woman and stuff like that, and get knocked, like just like the feds on me, yeah, and go back home. <laughs> I feel like niggas would be like, "Oh, no, I heard about that case," and they'd be like, "I, I, I know, dog." And <laughs> folks try to always, you know how they do, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I, I feel like they would have been like, "Yeah, no, nah, but my P.O., cool," and then I would like, you know, it would be it. There would be a conversation in sharing the blunt, uh-huh. not in the pandemics, but you know, yeah, yeah, in yeah. normal time, in normal time. Yeah, I, you know,
0: I'd be ashamed because I know. I would have had already at that point went back to my high school reunion with a security clearance like Drake told me to do. Ugh. And now I gotta come back. But home. don't do
1: that, Sydney. <laughs> You're in control still. The high school reunion hasn't happened. You can still just not do that.
0: I'll think about it. I, I really uh, <laughs> You know I like the stunt. It's all a flex. I don't I don't know what else. To Sydney. Do.
1: It doesn't have to be a flex.
0: But I like to. I it's like a hobby <laughs> for me. <laughs>
1: All right, you like like to build shit. I like to flex.
0: It's it's like same thing. (laughs) thing. Okay, well,
1: thanks for putting it that way because I like I do like to build shit. Yeah. So if that's the same way you feel about flexing, then I can't take that away from you. Exactly. So
0: that's why I would be embarrassed. Can
1: anybody take my drill away? See?
0: (laughs) Can anybody take me flexing away? I do what I got to do. Anyway.
1: Uh-huh. Well, let's get back to Francesca Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what stood out to you? Like, what, what scene do you want to start off with?
0: I want to start with, um, so after she finds out the company has gone belly up and she is flown back home, but is too embarrassed to even confront her family or friends. And she ends up in this bar with a jar full of coins and she is looking to buy <laughs> whatever she can get with these coins and the strongest stuff she can to face this shame. And she gets sloppy. And it really just honestly just reminded me of how funny Kyla Pratt has always been. And her comedic timing is impeccable. That woman is hilarious. Um, I My note there is, <laughs> I tried to drink it away. <laughs> she was funny. Yeah. So I think it was just a great intro back into just like Kyla's comedic chops for her just to get back warm with that and then we get to see more of that throughout the movie so wanted to start there
1: yeah, yeah. no I co loved uh, every second she was on screen mm-hmm. She's re- she really does know how to command the scene and like th- when when she's in front of the camera it's like there's nothing else to look at except her, except
0: her. <laughs> she got it they're a talented yeah. woman yeah.
1: yeah, yeah so she does end up you know back home you know Back with her family in her family's home eventually, mm-hmm. and we get introduced to this wacky band of family members Crazy. she has. Um, uh, her cousin is a bounty hunter who is well, no, in a different her, disguise. Those are
0: her brothers. Oh, that's her brother. Yeah. Oh,
1: they didn't nail that down. I thought them was cousins. <laughs> no, yeah, those
0: are her brothers.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Her brothers are bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Their dad like runs the business. And then they're... Oh! Yeah.
1: Now it makes sense.
0: hmm
1: Okay. Appreciate you, Sid, because I thought they was hook cousins.
0: Yeah, that's one of my notes. That could have been cl- more clear in, in the writing, and the story structure. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you
1: know. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah. At this point, the the story kind of stalled out a little bit for me because the, I, I understood that we were supposed to just be introduced to these characters, but the characters didn't stick with me for, like, it... It just stalled out because they just came in, introduced themselves, and it didn't really, they weren't adding new information or like moving the story forward. And you could tell from her pitch that she was practicing before, you know, the news (laughs) is that she wanted to, this investment company, instead of investing in like coffee beans as commodities or Uh just investing in coffee shops, she was pitching that, you know, the company should open a brick and mortar coffee shop because she loves coffee. So it's clear that she's going to open a coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just expecting for the journey to be a little bit more clear and not for the the distractions of mm-hmm. the small town to, to take such center stage um, when she got there. Because we spent about 20 minutes meeting the family. We did.
0: And trying to figure out what the hell was going on, especially when, what's her name? Candy, her daddy girlfriend show up. I'm like, okay, who is this woman? It was, yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. But please continue describing this family. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah. So the brother's a bounty hunter, played by the the actor who plays Jerome on Moesha's later seasons, who yep. is Lawrence Tate's brother. Yeah, uh, Lamont. Lamar- Lamard. Lamard. Lamard, Lamard right? Tate. Mm-hmm. Um, me and you just both rewatched Barbershop. He was also in that. Great
0: in Barbershop. Him and Anthony Anderson.
1: <laughs> he was great in as hell in Barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to see him again. I had to look him up. I was like, wait, I know him. Yeah.
0: Cause when he shows up, he looks like Lil Yachty with these pink braids with the beads on, and he got the <laughs> the fanny pack. He looked the mess basically. Um yeah. And I'm tra- what, what was, is that, Lawrence Tate brother? It is. It, it definitely
1: is. He he was trying to blend in with the youth. With the youth. <laughs> it he, was good. It was. You know, but some of that stuff, some of the like the the one thing okay i don't want i don't want to say anything like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's all love always all love because i i did enjoy this movie i already said that yes um but the lighting is a little clinical so and like the the directing is a little stiff so sometimes the jokes that they make because it's so they're so square to the camera and it's a little stiff Mm -hmm. the jokes don't hit as comedic because the direction looks a little more serious yeah so it's like
0: i agree
1: it it would have been funnier if the director was a little more on the ball (laughs) yeah but that's okay because the actors did a good job
0: i agree and i also well this is not a dig but i guess it's just feedback because you know at the oscars they have a sound and audio category uh for not Mm -hmm. just like crisp sound but like how um sound engineers like add sound design yeah design and textures and stuff to a film I see why that's a category now. It is very important. There, I mean, I I don't know if it's things with mics that were used at some points. It was kind of like not garbled, but just a little muffled, and it sounded like when your mm-hmm. mic get loose, like after the Real Housewives got into that fight and like at you the reunion, couples show, party, when they fight. you hit the mic. <laughs> it would sound like that at some point. and so I'm like, this is supposed to be a movie. I don't want to hear somebody bumping up against the mic or shuffling it around. So. Little yeah. things like that, but the, I
1: would
0: I would like to bring in one of your old segments. Did it just need more money? Yes, I think it did. Had this film had a bigger budget, a lot of these issues probably mm-hmm. could have been addressed. So
1: that's perfect application of that. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right, and I think literally they just needed a few more specialists to come in, mm-hmm. a, a sound designer, a a DP. I don't yeah. I didn't catch who was the cinematographer, but it. Yeah that needed a little bit more uh flavor which is a that's a that's an impressive comment to get out of me because usually i'm like y'all doing too much (laughs) camera (laughs) usually i am right yeah that's true (laughs) but i could have done with a little bit more yeah of of the camera but they what they did have they maxed it out they did the cast the the visual aspect Mm -hmm. looked good Everybody looked good, you know, when nobody's hair messed up or nothing yeah. like that. No. Everybody looked good. And I think the script was okay. Um, the story, like I said, does lull a little bit mm-hmm. when we're getting introduced to these characters, but for the most part, that most of the things were there. The sound was a little bit distracting.
0: It was a little bit. I was like, it's at first I thought it was me because you know how sometimes um when you like go onto Amazon and you want to watch like one of the indie films, like um, My side piece hit the lotto and the audio was clearly bad because mm-hmm. it was filmed on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And for this, I thought, I, I don't know. I, I exited out of my BET Plus app and then re entered, but it, it wasn't the issue. It just, the sound wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. But Wait, is fine. my
1: side piece hit the lotto still on? We got to do that. You got to watch that one.
0: It, it is. Mama D's in there, I think. It is.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to add that to the list. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as I've said a thousand times before, mm-hmm. more accurately, maybe like a dozen, but yes. <laughs> I can get past production things. I don't care about that. If mm-hmm. you if, if you got a decent story and some talented actors, I'm with you. Yeah. So this movie, I'm with you.
0: Like they say in college, you know? when you write a bad paper, but your professor tries to encourage you, they go, this has the right bones. I just need some meat it's on got the got bones. bones. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: so... <laughs> Or when you when you fucking slave over that thing for two weeks straight, and then goes, this is a good draft,
0: right? A draft. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is my this final. Is my final. This is it.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is. It, I I enjoyed the movie, so it got that part done anyway. Okay. the The one note that I did have about the costume design in the movie mm. is, in I literally said, these people is dressed too well. <laughs> Country folk do not wear Chelsea boots. That's true. I, They don't.
0: That's It's true. an
1: impractical. No country person wears suede boots.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's impractical.
0: Yeah. And this, because this is. But they did all like, look good. W- like well outside of Atlanta. uh, Like mm-hmm. small North Georgia town. Everybody know each other. Yeah.
1: They said they were an hour away from Savannah. Yeah. When they oh, went to okay. Savannah, they said an hour away. Right, so it got to right. be South, South Georgia. Georgia.
0: You're right. You're right. Dang. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even like. Cap that.
1: But yeah, I, speaking of looking good, I want to talk about the love interests. I want to talk about Bobby.
0: <laughs> Who, Willie from day 26? That's what he looked like. He do 29.
1: not look like Willie. Stop.
0: <laughs> Willie had I a, don't want to play no, no games. No
1: Please stop.
0: <laughs> Willie grew his hair out. Him and that man, could be no. brothers. Say I'm lying. Say I'm lying. <laughs>
1: You're not lying, okay. but please. <laughs> <Okay>. Carisha, please. <laughs> I I really like this actor, so I watched Ballers just to see what the man was up to. Cause you mm. have to keep track. You have to keep tabs on what men you is You know, because they
0: they you can't have... caught me with that because I refuse to watch it because it just looks like it's just for men. So maybe I need to it look is. into it because I, I did not want to watch It was it.
1: a show just for me. Oh, okay. But you got to tune in because you need to stay up to date with what the enemy is doing. You're right.
0: You're
1: right. <laughs> and he was in that show. He Like, they gave him a really good, like, character arc. And it felt like oh. his character was supposed to be, like, just a side person that's there for a season. But people liked him so much. Like, he ended up being, like, in the show for the rest of the series. Oh,
0: shout out to And, yeah. His name is Brown. I like this guy. Brown.
1: And... <coughs> hmm. And I think he did a decent job as the boyfriend. I don't know. It seems like he was given maybe his according to his IMDB, I think this is one of the few like steps into drama for him as an actor.
0: Gotcha. Which is okay. it's
1: it's nice, you know.
0: Okay.
1: There it's it's good to be it's good that he um was alongside Miss Pratt. Yeah, the, the, professional the professional and uh talented woman she is. Yeah,
0: that could that's a good point too yeah because otherwise I don't it hadn't been another leading lady I think his character would have got on my nerves
1: yeah it might have would have fell flat but it was okay with me you know (laughs) so she's while the story does kind of like stiff up a little bit for a while what she's trying to do is just find herself because in her head she's probably gonna have to start over financially down here yeah um and so, you know, she's flirting with him. She's getting around the town and like, mm-hmm. reacquainting herself and like, rebuilding her relationship with her father and stuff like that. yeah. um And throughout I, I thought Bobby was a what what would you rate him as a movie boyfriend? What would you rate him? From Ooh. a scale of zero to um Felix from Olympia?
0: Oh, he was <laughs> no Felix. So that's ew. he was no Felix. That's a stretch. I would, oof. for a movie boyfriend, mm, I'd rate him just under um, Mr. Sampson in Juneteenth. But he was a husband.
1: You know, fair. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mr. Sampson, I forget his character's name in the movie, but yeah, he wasn't a great boyfriend.
0: <laughs> All right, Clearly loved Tark, but he was not... Ready to be in a committed relationship or to be a father, um, so
1: but you know, was it does this guy just look younger than he seems, but it just seemed weird for a dentist to be behaving this way. I just no, see dentists imagine, as... I, the,
0: I thought about it as like <laughs> if I go to the club and because my dentist is young she's she's a young woman. like if I go in a club and see my dentist, I don't know how I'm gonna feel cause yeah, hey, girl, you oh. What you doing here? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, have fun. You know, it's, <laughs> it's sugar-free. Right, sugar-free.
1: It's sugar-free can- <laughs> yeah.
0: Remember, I told you I was gonna lay off of that. Remember? Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> 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 just weird to me.
1: Oh. Um, Imagine your dentist going, it's sugar-free. It's, it's a bit too acidic. It just takes it away. <laughs> <laughs> your enamel sis. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> your enamel.
1: Imagine sis?
0: you ain't here too. <laughs> yeah you drink it
1: <laughs> but that's strange for it yeah. it seems like the movie was kind of fit for atlanta because like <laughs> i don't know any popular dentists from a small town like that's why like their dentistry is not abundant and popular in small towns like it's something that like like middle class like upper class suburban folks don't get because mm. when you are like when you are in that class level in America, you just automatically get braces, like especially white people. Yeah, you just
0: they all have braces. braces. Yeah, that's true. But
1: lower income folks, that's not a rite of passage because it's so expensive. Right. And dental dental care is just really not like it's not that much of a forethought in <laughs> right. small like places. Right. So it's it's weird culturally. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. mesh. It would have made more sense if he was actually no. I guess.
0: If he was, like, a physician, that makes more sense. Because, like, in drama, like, movies and films, a physician is always wild. He's either having sex with one of the nurses or receptionists. That's his thing. Or, you know, him and, like, his wife is all out in the streets. And he just happens to be a pediatrician during the day. That's
1: true, actually. So They could have had, like, a little pediatric practice. Yeah. But just dentist was a weird thing. Because I just think dentists are boring.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, they are. Except
1: Dr. Heavenly. Except Dr. Dr.
0: Heavenly. Heavenly. Oh, she's an anomaly. The exception to the rule.
1: Yeah, she is. I bet she turned dentistry school out. (laughs) (laughs) I bet everybody was just like...
0: Ooh, her and Dr. Damn. Daddy didn't know what the hell to do they was just in there
1: <laughs> not Dr. Daddy please can we get some married to Madison please I'm tired of please. watching these LA ladies I don't want to watch them
0: they're not even I friends for Atlanta real at least they're friends in Atlanta <laughs> cause Buffy you're infertile yeah. what? <laughs> that was crazy and she sat
1: up there and got mad at everybody for saying hey jackie that's not that's
0: not cool you can't you're an that. actual gynecologist too so it's even like double offensive like relax
1: yeah, yeah. like you know you can't say yeah.
0: that
1: <laughs> but yeah we didn't got off the, i knew this movie was gonna spawn a whole lot of girl talk it was, right it was.
0: <laughs> we can go, so i want to get into something that you and i speak about a lot of a lot of offline about our i'll say resentment For the British woman coming in and breaking up the African-American home.
1: (laughs) Sydney, this is why you is an ally. This is why you is an ally. Mm -hmm. Speak on
0: it. (laughs) In this movie, we have Estelle, who I'm a fan of her music. And, you, you know... Great. But she is British, like she is in real life in this film. They do not give her an American accent. And she is trifling. She's Bobby's love interest. She's also his partner at his dentistry practice. Um, And she's put them on the map. She's gone viral on Instagram or something for posting her little photos, you know. And all the men in the town is coming to the office just to see her. Not even to get, like, their six-month checkup, not to get no Mm -hmm. molars. None of that. They just want to see her. Turns out she's using this so-called fame to also just date around other men and cheat on Bobby when she know mm-hmm. he got Miss Francesca Good over here who is willing to be, you know, wifey and make this beautiful African-American family. She is standing in the way of that, just like somebody else we all know. Okay. Speak on it. Okay. See, I'm gonna say allegedly, because I don't know all of the uh, details of this situation, but allegedly, like I said, the girl who played Celia in The Color Purple, Broadway, it was a wonderful play. I'm very upset she did this to me. As well as recently played Harriet in the film Harriet, has also badmouth African American people allegedly. Mm-hmm. Is now And that's not
1: alleged. That's full libel. That's, that's full libel. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let
1: me stop playing. That's, that's literally
0: Imagine in Court. <laughs>
1: imagine in court. This exhibit A, Your Honor. Me. That's full libel. <laughs> libel. No, no, allegedly. Full <laughs> libel. In tape.
0: Well, jokes on you, Mr. Revo, because we don't got no money to give you. No way. Anyway. That's um, who we're talking that's about. That's we're talking about. Cynthia. Arivo.
1: Cynthia Arrivo, because we, we're talking about British women mm-hmm. hmm, breaking up the American family. Mm. Hmm. And Miss Arrivo, not only did she come here and single handedly mm. destroy Black America in a matter of months. Months. <laughs> By the time Harriet came out, Black America was in shambles. Yes. And she is to blame. Mm -hmm. Not only did she do that, broke up a happy lesbian home. Happy home. It's just not fair. Mm -hmm. It's not fair. And I don't know how she's been here so long. Because she's not recording nothing. (laughs) Production is down. And now, uh, damn, whatchamacaller. I don't want to say her name. We're not gonna say, okay. we, we're gonna
0: we're gonna keep her out of this because this is about she's parading the bitch
1: around at every opportunity <laughs> she can. Any opportunity, they is just they not low mm-hmm. and they, they got the same background, they're wearing
0: the same socks so and hoodie. They <laughs> yeah. it's crazy matching
1: hoodies and shit. It's crazy. And I just really Alana, if you're looking for somebody young <laughs> who won't do you wrong. Give me a, give me a couple years. Give me give me two years to get it together. Mm-hmm. I'll do you right. But that's what we're talking about. Yeah. British women
0: <laughs> breaking sowing up the home. seed of
1: distrust
0: and, and, mm-hmm. and
1: disruption mm-hmm. in the American household, right. and that is what this movie put on display today with well, Miss Estelle. Except who I like in other things. I like Stephen Universe.
0: Oh, she is a Stephen Universe. That's yes. She who is she? Garnett.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm don't be kidding
0: <laughs> what i said Garnet. that <laughs>
1: that's like that time i spelled the the little mer- mermaid i spelled it ariel <laughs> and you was like get it together fuck yeah. ariel <laughs> i don't know no Ariels. i just know ariel oh. <laughs> well, anyway yeah yeah so that is the that is a plot point for bobby but look, it's a feel-good movie. They end up together mm-hmm. and she opened a coffee shop. It's great. And that just felt nice to watch.
0: I agree. It was great to watch. Um, it, was, it had its funny moments. And I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I want to see my... This is what I want to uh, end this with uh, before we get into the awards. First of all, I would like to thank Kyla Pratt, if you ever listen to this show, I really hope you do one day, uh, for being a huge part of my life. I literally don't think I would be who I am today. Without Brianna Barnes and Penny Proud, period. Um, and even before that, it's Lil Monica and, Lil, and Love and Basketball, like so, your cameos mm-hmm. on the Parkers and Moesha. So many things, Miss Kyla. I saw myself in you as a little girl, and for that, I want to say thank you. I think you're a legend and an icon, and you deserve your flowers. And I hope you start working more, because mm-hmm. girl. I'd be happy to give you a job. Let me get some money to finance a film or something. You first in line.
1: Let me get some money. So
0: <laughs> that's all I, I want love to say, it to just thank Kyla Pratt yeah. for the world to hear.
1: I love some I, at this point because, like you know, I was a, I'm clearly much younger than Kyla Pratt, but yeah, we are well, not much younger. I, I'm it's it's a significant amount of years. Yeah. Um. So I was watching her childhood acting, like. Mm-hmm. A few years at, later, yeah. But now you know, the the woman she has become from when I had first seen Love and Basketball, yeah. I feel honestly led the whole movie. I was like Miss Pratt, Miss Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, like I don't even, I don't, I don't even Woo-hoo. call her Kyla, Miss Pratt. Pratt. <laughs> so we appreciate you, Miss Pratt. We do. Um, we really do. The one thing that I do wish from this movie before we get into the awards mm-hmm. is I wish we had seen because frequently with the Black Power woman trope. Like, Mm. we don't really get to see them. We don't really get to know why she's a power woman. We just see Uh, her, like, make quick calls. Right. Handle (laughs) it. Close (laughs) it. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I think this movie did a decent job of setting up because we see her pitching, like, Mm -hmm. like, practicing her pitch in the mirror. Right. And, like... I I feel like she's believable. Right. Like right. Miss Pratt is believable. She earned as this a promotion
0: for whatever reason. She's nervous as hell mm-hmm. about doing a good job in this promotion. And we see all that yeah. anxiety behind it. And yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah. yeah. What I wish would have happened, I wish we wouldn't have spent so much time with the family. Yeah. I, like the the subplot with the dad. I didn't need the the babysitter thing. It's but too much. Like her rebuilding her relationship with her dad would have been still good. Mm-hmm. But I wish she would have started the coffee shop sooner and we would have saw the actual trial and error. Yes, I would have loved
0: like a montage scene of her, like from ideation of coffee shop to opening. It just was like uh, her and Bobby fight, six months later, coffee shop is open. That could have been
1: I didn't, I wanted to see that part. I got so many things I didn't need to see, and I wanted to see her right. teaching somebody how to make a good latte, right. instead of this trash lattes y'all been drinking. Like I wanted That's to see that, true. or showing them what great. oat milk was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this could have literally you know? been like how uncorked we see. Um, yes, him going through his sommelier training and all that kind of good stuff. But you know, her, you know, building this new successful business in her small town home. She's. Giving people this this experience that she has enjoyed so much from coffee to people that she loves, her family and the surrounding community, that would have been a great just kind of like subtext of the movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Princess Penny owes so many of like recent black filmmakers an apology. Cause like Uncorked was was great. Because <laughs> now i am like I compare so many things to that movie now. Yeah. Like when we talk about settings, when we talk about family dynamics, when we talk about a character yeah. having a passion. Yeah,
0: passion. Oh, like everything. <laughs> what a guy. Shout out to Princess
1: that movie was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I gotta say on this movie. I enjoyed it. Um And I have a question for you if you're ready for it. Oh,
0: I'm ready. I was born ready for this one.
1: (laughs) Okay. We know where this is going. Sydney, who came to act?
0: I'm very excited to uh, present this award to this very much deserving person who, as I have mentioned before on the show, as well as in just conversations with friends and family on the internet um, many times over. This woman deserves her flowers and everything else. This week, Kyla Pratt, girl, keeping it real, keeping it funny, keeping it you. You receive the Who Came to Act award this week.
1: Yep. <laughs> I fully agree. I accept that. You know, you sound like a <laughs> hello queen. Look at you. Look at you. Constantly Look raising the bar. bar for us. <laughs>
0: shout out to strong black Lead. maybe those videos are like they drop at the right time every time Jill Scott's little message was it two weeks ago I needed that
1: okay thank you you. (laughs) well if that's all we got um we have given out the awards we have given our many many thanks and flowers to the legend Miss Kyla Pratt yes I'm good I'm good you got anything else
0: um if you aren't subscribed to BT Plus, I recommend it. I think there's a lot of like great gems on there that people kind of forgot about. You can catch up on the full series of House of Pain. That's what me and Alexis be doing in our spare time. Uh, yep. All the love and hip hops is on there. Got a lot of great black indies and some black classics on there. Um, Runts House is on there. I think it's worth the money. So definitely check yeah. out BT Plus. Sponsor us. Yeah, BET+ not
1: an ad. <laughs> Y'all hit us up though. Yeah, literally us. Uh, Hit us up. We're big fans. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Tim. Well, I'm out.
0: Thanks for listening. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, if you're seeing five stars right now, just click all of them for us. Feel free to join in on the conversation. You can find us on Twitter at TNCCPod. And check us out on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit. And that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N.